Welcome back to an episode of Too Many Men. Uh, Tony, Trish, and Eric all here today, and we're going to get to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl win and some rumors surrounding uh, NFL quarterbacks in a few minutes. But before before we get to any of that, I want to talk about a little thing that happened today in Canada. It's been happening really over the past couple days between TSN and the Bell Media Company because what Bell has done is terrible. Flashback a few days ago, last Wednesday, they tell Dan O'Toole of ESPN's Jay and Dan after uh, his episode Wednesday night that he's being let go from the company. That's first. After the episode. Yeah, right after the episode ended. Flash to today. Bell stopped TSN 1290 in Winnipeg, TSN 1040 in Vancouver, and TSN 1150 in Hamilton. Vancouver's broadcast was cut off mid-broadcast, and immediately they started playing Green Day's uh, Good Riddance Time of Your Life. There were people texting the people at the radio station, other journalists, and they're like, yo, I'm sorry about what happened. I heard the news. And they're like, what news? Bell had not informed their employees at TSN at these three radio stations that they were going to be laid off today. Oh. They let them come into work, start the radio station, Start their, start their day. Start their daily programming, and then just ended it. Why? Keep in mind, Bell collected $122 million from the Canadian government in wage subsidies to prevent people from being laid off. Yeah, so they lied. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this is my issue with the whole thing. First of all, I will say this. People know I follow the Canucks. I follow the Canucks heavily. So I follow a lot of people who work for TSN 1040 in Vancouver. Heartbroken. So do I. It's weird. I don't know how, but Canucks Twitter has infiltrated my Twitter feed, so I get everything TSN 1040, and they do phenomenal work. Um, Same with Winnipeg. The people in Winnipeg are awesome, but here's my main issue with that. This is my big thing that I... I saw this tweeted by a couple people. Bell spent how much money trying to bring up Bell Let's Talk back a couple weeks ago to try and stop mental health? Here's an idea on how to stop mental health. Maybe don't let people go and tell them that when they're on the air. Or not even when they're on the air. (laughs) Just don't tell them. Yeah. Yeah, Terrible. Don't don't let go of the stations. Seriously. Terrible job done by the apparently struggling Bell Media. Oh, they're struggling. They've been struggling. Terrible. All right, let's move to the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champions. can we touch on Pittsburgh? Because Pittsburgh. We'll get to we'll get to it later. We'll get to yeah. it later. What happened there? Like that's just regarding the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll get to it later. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions, and uh, called it. I guess that's what happens when you got the refs on your side and the other team doesn't have a line. I don't think the refs won them that game. Oh yeah, did you see the pass interference on Mike Evans? Listen, well, that's not the only reason. Tampa which won which that pass game. interference? Both of them were bullshit. No, the one in the end zone was bullshit. The other no, one was no, the other fun. one, their feet got tangled and he tripped. Yeah. That's yeah, not so pass interference. That's literally the rule the says you can't, your feet can't be tangled for pass interference. Pass interference. Mike Evans sold that really well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I would have called it. I know. You're not getting paid to call it, though. They are. That's true. Also, shout out to the first woman referee in the uh, the Super Bowl. That was her cool. son's name is Brady. What? Yeah, her son's name is Brady. 
That was some news that leaked out for some reason. Like, oh, it's fixed or something. Like, yeah. That's a bad look. That was an interesting halftime little tidbit to that come out. That is a bad look, though. Do you think she named her son There's Brady? A few Brady. I don't know. I like, Brady? Even if I she mean, did, that's not what she would say now. <laughs> her son's 16. That lines up with the first dynasty. It does. Yeah, the first couple. Now I gotta find out where she's from. Oh boy, she's from Massachusetts. This is really bad. Oh God, we're gonna. Oh boy, we're gonna do a deep dive. Yeah, she's from Mississippi. Oh okay. So <laughs> better. You feel a little bit better about it? I mean, she might be Sarah Thomas. A football. Well, she's she was born in Mississippi. Where does she? currently reside she resides in brandon mississippi oh, okay because <laughs> if she if she moved to like fucking the outskirts of boston <laughs> a couple years ago or she went to the university of mobile alabama yeah no <laughs> on a basketball scholarship how about so, that her son being named brady has nothing to do with tom brady we think probably 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 <laughs> she's more Can't confirm she's but. probably more into college football then why because she's from mississippi because she's from this yeah like the south loves i mean that's eli do you think who was the ref was it cleet blakeman again for the super bowl carl jeffers it was carl jeffers and he he uh he officiated super bowl 51 between the (laughs) patriots and the falcons yeah big tom brady guy yeah i don't (laughs) did did the refs intervene a lot in that game I don't remember there that were, game very There much. were eight penalties called in the Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about... Yeah, oh, 51? Uh, yeah. I don't remember. All That's I remember is saying. them just like, scoring points at will. Yeah. that. At, well, in the third quarter and, and th- on. It, uh, really, in like the last two minutes of the third quarter and on. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, here's here's the thing. Kansas City had ample time to come back to that second half. It was not... Yeah. No. In the second well, half, let's be honest... Who didn't come back, though? It wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault by any means. That man was lateral to the field, but he threw the ball 30 yards. Into the end zone. It hit the man in the face and bounced out of his hands. My God. If you're playing Patrick Mahomes for that loss, you don't know what game you were watching. Maybe you weren't watching the same game. The stat line didn't look good, but, man, when you have two seconds to throw and you're constantly just – like, there were times he took the snap and it was just, okay, I got to spin out of whatever's coming because there it's were, coming from oh, both sides. 29 pressures in this game, which is the most in Super Bowl history. Yeah. And they yeah, weren't like even rushing multiple people. Like, they most of the, the, most just of the game, their four, four guys. Men. Man ran 497 yards. Yeah. Most in, a, most in Super Bowl history again. Which, uh, uh, I, I think feel that's the so most bad in, for Mahomes. I think that was the most this year. So, yeah. two things. Number one... You mentioned it earlier, the offensive line woes for Kansas City. Losing Eric Fisher was big. Mike Remmers. The minute I saw it, I was like, that's... Their two starting tackles were useless, and you saw it, and they were holding, and it was was atrocious. You're a Minnesota fan. You know what Mike Remmers brings to the table. Oh, yeah, I know. I know exactly what it was, and welcome welcome football world to the Mike Remmers experience. Yeah, the Giants experienced that last year. Yeah, it's it's fun. (laughs) Is that Um, what we're calling it? (laughs) Number two... Um, shout out to Jets fans who were so happy to see Todd Bowles just destroy Patrick Mahomes he, and look like a god. He coached an amazing game, oh, Todd yeah, Bowles. He did. Oh my, yeah, he did that. They asked him one of the what was one of the most important things to stop Patrick Mahomes, 
And he's like, well, last time we played them, they just kept throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. <laughs> so Eliminate that. He's like, other than our up, up front rush, he's like, we just basically kept on everybody downfield. Two, two deep safeties. <laughs> they can't get behind you. He's like. Here's, here's what the other 28 offensive coordinators need to do in football. That. They need to just, all they have to do during the offseason, just watch that game and watch what Todd Bowles did. That's yeah. all they have to do. Mm-hmm. Like Specifically the new D coordinator for the Chargers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that that was just impressive, though. That was a masterclass of defense, and I know a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, it was a bad Super Bowl because there weren't a lot of points on one side. It was very one side." Blah blah blah. I think that the Bucks put up a hell of a game, and I think they should be commended for it. And I enjoyed watching it. Like I, I, I actually had a good time. I wish it. W- I just wish you know. You wish the over hit. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just felt like this Super Bowl didn't have like. A moment, you know, like last, last year. It was no last year. It had the throw to Hill when they were down ten. That's well, still more of a moment their, than this game had. Their moment was really is, coming back from being down ten in like five minutes. Yeah, and but, they but I'm like just saying you points. didn't have like that that Tyree catch, that Manningham catch, that Julian Edelman and, catch. Yeah, and here's the other thing, guys. This is another thing everybody needs to realize here. We have been blessed over the past 15 years as football fans with great Super Bowl plays. The Tyree Cack, the San Antonio Holmes tip. Yeah, we're, we're due a couple bad ones here. Um, what did you call uh, New England Rams? Awful. That was terrible. I'm telling you, we're due a couple bad ones. That was worse than yeah. what we had on like, Sunday. Like, take the 90s. The late 90s Super Bowls were great. The early ones when it was just the Bills getting annihilated by the Cowboys twice. Yeah, no. Not good. Yeah, no. Here's, <laughs> but here's, here's the issue. We're, ra- we're rattling off some of the great moments. You know, Malcolm Butler's interceptions, another one. Not oh, can I talk about that for a second, though? Poor Jermaine Curse. Yeah, that's not even the best yeah. play of that game. No one yeah. talks about that him. Catch. That catch. That's the catch. That would have been the play of the Super Bowl. That would have been. And everybody, I remember hearing the broadcaster say, how many times is this going to happen to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Because it was uh, Tyreek Hill in the helmet catch. And then it was um, Manningham on the sideline, on the sideline, where he shouldn't have caught that ball, but he did. And it was Curse. And then it was Jermaine Curse, yeah. and that was going to win them the game. But instead of handing the ball off, and this play should have worked, and anyone who criticizes him is kind of dumb because who's expecting a pass on that? You have one of the teams, uh, one of the league's best running backs in the backfield. Of course, you're going to run the ball if you throw a little halfback fucking throw over the uh, center. Just a nice little hammer inside. It's going to it's going to get there. To Ricardo Lockin. <laughs> That guy just happens to be there by accident. Yeah. Like, he was not planning on catching that ball. I'd say once every four Super Bowls, you get a Super Bowl that doesn't have that play. On average. Yeah. We've had two in the last three years. Yeah. So you got to realize, not every Super Bowl is going to have that moment. Keep in mind, there are some Super Bowls in the 70s where there are some just truly bad Bad games. games. Same yeah. with the early '90s, the Cowboys Bills games. Why do you think nobody? T- why do you think the only Bills Super Bowl people talk about outside of Buffalo is the one where Scott Norwood missed? Yeah, it's the only one that was close at the end of the damn game. Yes, yeah. and, and the other one. A couple of years later, 49ers Chargers. Yeah, the 49ers beat the hell out of the Chargers. Any, anybody remember that? Hell, Giants Ravens. Even Giants Ravens had a play. It was the the dueling kick returns for touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. 
Sure, the game was 35-7, to seven, hey. but the Giants returned to kickoff for a touchdown, and the Ravens answered that with their own. Yeah. I mean, you're Giants, guys. Tell me tell me three good plays from Giants-Broncos from their first Super Bowl win. Uh, um, what year was that? 1986. Oh, was, uh, oh, um, Mark Bavaro had a catch. See what I mean? They beat the hell out of the Broncos that year. Yeah. <laughs> And even the last Tampa Bay Super Bowl, the Gruden Bowl. Yeah, that one. That. Yeah. Yeah, but for every for every one of those, you get your one yard shorts in Tennessee Rams. You get your Adam Vinatieri's to win the game at the end of the Super Bowl. Adam Vinatieri won the Patriots the Super Bowl like four different times and never won MVP. That is so, highway here's, robbery. Here's here's the fact itself. Now, a lot of media outlets. I'm not saying us. A lot of media outlets that I were reading were heavily picking Kansas City. Mm. Like. Heavily, mm. we were so split, that, weren't we? We were pretty, yeah. We were, we, we were split, yeah. Because me, Eric, exactly. and Zach thought that uh, the Bucks were gonna win, and no, I said Chiefs. he I said Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, you said Chiefs. I said, I said Chiefs, but I said Bucks plus three. Okay, me and Zach. Who else? Was it just me I'm and Zach? Pulling up right now. I think John. Picked, I think it was three two in favor of the Chiefs. Okay. I don't think you guys had. Or wait, no, there were six of us picking, weren't there? Yeah. Wait, didn't, didn't Kyle pick the Chiefs? I don't think Kyle picked. Kyle didn't pick the Super Bowl. I think you, Tom. Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. Oh, that's Eric our season predictions. <laughs> I, I think me, Zach, and John picked the Bucks. So here's the thing: that in and of itself alone, to me, I'm considering this a massive upset. I know, I know, we know Brady's track record. Zach, John, and Trish so, picked the Bucks. Yeah. So we were split even. Yeah. So to me, this is an upset, and it's one of those things where, like, oh man, you know, he, he's the first since Manning to win it now in you know with two different teams yeah which before Manning who did it you won it with two won it with two different teams yeah it'd be like a quarterback to win it with two different teams I don't oh there was there was there was, there was, th- there was two others oh man no oh, did Kurt, those are people who went with two different teams yeah, I'm talking Kurt about win yeah I, it's just uh, Peyton Manning who won so yeah. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning it's in a four quarterbacks who went Brady, Manning, Warner, and a guy in the 70s. I forget yeah. his name. Yeah, Craig Morton. Yeah. That's it. So, so, yeah. That just shows you how impressive what Tom Brady, and even Peyton Manning, but we're talking about Tom All Brady. All right, Tom, if you're so good, do it on 13. <laughs> go to go to Las Vegas. He's going to. No, he's going to resign. Oh, he's going to resign. Why is, this, yeah. why is this more impressive than Peyton Manning? Just You can say the fact about the home stadium and everything, but. Not even the that. Man it, the man did it in both conferences. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he went also, to a new conference. He did. He played every single playoff game on the road. I think also, the reason that Tom Brady's was more impressive than Peyton Manning's is because Tom Brady won on his offensive. Like yeah. the defense was great, but without the but defense, he still probably Peyton Manning won could have Bowl been in that game. Defense. Yes, Peyton Manning also, relied on his defense yeah. for that Super Bowl. Another thing that I want to kind of hammer the point home here for, I want to give a shout out exactly. to a couple people. Uh, the Glazer family. Uh, who put so much hard work into Tampa. They deserve a second Super Bowl. That's awesome. Tampa Bay, I mean, let's be real here, guys. Not real winners. They're champion city right now. They're I, champion city. I never want to hear that again. Tampa Bay. That's exactly the what The Buccaneers as a franchise, we've been following football for a very, very long time. When were they good? They weren't. When we were followed. They weren't. Besides 2002. In our lives, no. The, in the, the closest they were to good is when they won the NFC South in 07. 
Yeah, in our lives they haven't been good, but in the early two thousands and like l- kind of yeah, very late, they 90s, still weren't even that good. No, but they had a ridiculous they defense. Yeah. They weren't the top team. They were never to me felt like a top team in the NFC. They weren't on the level of Green Bay, San Francisco, and even Atlanta. early early two thousands when their defense was there, they weren't on the level of the Rams or even the Eagles. They yeah. weren't so there when they, when they won that Super Bowl in two thousand. Kind of out of nowhere. Well, yeah. it's not out of nowhere. If you think about it, it's Tom Brady. No, 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 no. I was talking about the 2002 no. Super Bowl. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because they, I mean, they're going there with Brad Johnson and, you know, a, a pretty decent offense, but let's not say that Brad Johnson. Yeah, Bra- Brad, Brad Johnson. Johnson's not, no. you know, punching his ballot to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love Brad Johnson. He was a decent quarterback for my team, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Man had a really, really good one season. Yes. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I talked to you about this off air, Tony. Um, hey, wait, wait, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Leading up to their 2002 Super Bowl, in 97 they lost to the Packers. Oh. In 99 they lost to the Rams. In 2000 they lost to the Eagles. And, and is this just in the playoffs? Yeah. In 2001 they lost to the Eagles again. Oh. They played six total playoff games from 1997 to 2001. And in those games combined, they scored a. Uh, and in those games combined, they scored 12, 18, 31, 41, 48 points in six games. That's bad. That's really bad. But the fact that they were in the playoffs speaks volumes to their defense. That's how much they scored in Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl thirty-seven alone. Yeah, forty-eight points. Well, what was that for a total of forty-eight points in six games? Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. That's rough. Like they lost to the Eagles thirty-one to nine. That's an average of eight points a game. Not good. That's rough. <laughs> Not good. That's really rough. So, uh, and then they've only been in the playoffs twice before this year. Since then, yeah, that was yep. in two thousand five. They won the NFC South and lost to the Redskins in the first round, seventeen to ten. And they lost in two thousand seven in the first round to the Giants, twenty-four to fourteen. Who led the Redskins in 09? Was that RG three? Uh, oh five. No, that oh, was 05. not. No. Okay. I believe that's my guy, Jason Campbell. I love Jason Campbell. I love that quarterback. Okay, now now I have to go on a hunt for the 2005 Washington Redskins. All right, so while you're doing that, Eric, Tony, you and I talked about it. It was uh, Mark Brunel and Jason Campbell. Oof. <laughs> Interesting. Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs is a good coach. Yeah. Skins. Okay. This, okay. Now football also, team. Shout out to the 05 Redskins. This team's pretty good. Yeah, but didn't they lose? They lost in the second round. Yeah, Sean Taylor, Lavar Arrington, Santana Moss, Clint Portis. Was that uh? Was that the Steelers versus the Cardinals? No, that no, was that was Steelers Seahawks. Steelers Seahawks. You're oh, okay. way thinking. <laughs> that was Trisha's Super Bowl forty three. Super Bowl forty. So two thousand five. Yeah. But two thousand five. That was Big Ben's second year in the league. Big Ben holds the record for youngest quarterback yeah. to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he didn't win two by 2005. He was drafted at 04. Calm down. <laughs> does he st- wait, does he still have that record, or did Mahomes break that last year? No, he still has it. Still has as it? far okay. as I'm aware, he still has it. Because he was like 22 or 23. And Mahomes is 25 now. Mahomes didn't win till last year. Brady won in yep, the 24. Yep. Ben Roethlisberger won in a 23. 23, okay. 23 in how many yeah, days? Close. I don't know. Oh, well, usually they tell you. 
It just says 23. It doesn't matter. There's nobody else at 23. It doesn't matter. There you go. It'll matter when somebody else at 23 wins it. We got to start counting. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is also 24. 24, yeah. Okay. I mean, how old's Herbert now? Because that's probably the closest. He's coming. Oh, man. He's coming. Justin Herbert (laughs) and the Chargers are going to be nasty. All right. Well, I don't know about that. Their defense is trash. Their defense is trash right now. Give give them a couple uh, years. There's a lot of pieces. Uh, So, let me me get this thought out. I, I read a quote that a guy was talking about Tom Brady and the GOAT discussion. And he said, if Tom Brady wins this Super Bowl, that closes the door on the discussion. If he loses this Super Bowl, the door stays open. Tom Brady has won. Do you two think that the door is closed on the GOAT discussion? You know how I feel about this. I, I Yeah, I talked to you. I would like the people to hear your opinion. And, Eric, I want to hear your take on this. So, Tony, you go first. Okay. I don't think the, the door is, like, slammed shut. I think it's... Definitely narrower than it was <laughs> 72 hours ago. Right. But you don't know what's coming. I, I, I don't think the GOAT conversation, the door could really ever be closed because you don't know what's coming next. Because what if Justin Herbert walked out there and won like eight straight Super Bowls? Interesting <laughs> that you don't go to Patrick Mahomes first. Well, no, I, I just went to a younger quarterback who seems to have a lot of potential. That's fair. Like Patrick Mahomes could win seven. Yeah. But let's say the the guy drafted right after Patrick Mahomes is winning seven comes in and he wins seven, then it's like, well, what now? The GOAT conversation is forever changed. Listen, in 25 years, when we're older and the next generation of fans is coming up, they're going to think their guy's the GOAT because that's how this goes. There are people 20 years older than us that are telling us Montana's still the GOAT no matter what Tom Brady does. And there's people 20 years older than them telling them Terry Bradshaw's the GOAT no matter what. Uh, Joe Montana and Tom Brady have done. And then you go back further than that, there's Otto Graham, but that's way back. Terry Bradshaw is the GOAT, first of all. Thank you. 4-0 <laughs> the Super Bowl, back-to-back back twice. I, like, yeah, you know, I mentioned with the that. Bradshaw bunch on E. He's a reality show now. I know. Yeah, he does. Him and his daughters. He's on his second season now, or third season? Something like that. It's not bad. I love Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw's a great guy. He was on Mass Singer, too. He was. Was he in that movie about CTE? Didn't he Concussion? play the guy? Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen Concussion. Oh, you didn't? No. I think he's been in other movies. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he was Terry in Smokey Bradshaw and the Bandit too. He's the guy who's like huffing glue and then kills himself. He was in Smokey and the Bandit too and the Cannonball Run. Cannonball big, big. Film. He also has a country album. Yeah. Big yeah. Realms guy. Listen, he's a he's big an in the 1970s, man. man. So okay, Eric, what do you think? Okay, so. As far as the Brady goat debate, um, I'm I'm partially agreeing with Tony, and I'm partially not. I think that you always have to leave the goat debate wide open because, again, anybody could walk through that door. Same goes for basketball too. Um, it's really across all sports. Yeah, but I'm not talking about other sports, and it's not really the same for hockey. No one's ever going to yeah. do what Gretzky did. For me, um, I assume by goat we're comparing him to Montana. Right or any other quarterback that preceded him, because for me that door got shut when he came back twenty-eight to three against Atlanta. The minute I saw that, I'm like, he's—I can't see any other quarterback. A very reasonable thing to say. I mean, the man was down twenty-five points and he won the game. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, and now he's doing it. Like I said, in another conference, new team, new coaches as a wild card. Now he's not even a favorite. Man's just going out there. Like, he's, what, 25? He's 43. Going out there, like, you know, he's in the prime of his career. 
beating the top-ranked offense. I know it's not him that's beating the ranked offense, but he is beating a very good defense, and he's you know his his defense is beating a, a good offense. I think that he right now, for all quarterbacks that have preceded him, is the greatest of all time. And to be honest, I don't think it's really close at this point. I think that gap just keeps getting wider and wider and wider as the years go on. We will see what happens next year. But as of right now, as of this moment, Tuesday, February 9th, 2021, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play football. Now I hear people talk about the greatest athlete because there's people are like, oh, is he the greatest athlete of all time? That's right now. I can't compare sports as far as like greatest athlete. No, that's That's tough. See. So I don't wait. Like... Real, real quick. Go ahead. I have a perfect example. Go right ahead. That fits to this. Mm-hmm. I, it, it it's parallel to a different sport. Go ahead. There's a time when you looked at Bill Russell and you said nobody's ever going to be better than him. Right. There's a time where you looked at Michael Jordan and you said nobody's ever going to be better than him. And then Kobe happened. At LeBron. LeBron. Happened. <laughs> like, like somebody's next. Whether it's now, whether it's Patrick Mahomes now, or somebody coming in the draft ten years from now. There's somebody that's going to be seen as he could be next. Yes. And the could, as long as, let's say, the level of place keeps increasing like it has in the past 15 years, the game gets harder for players. That's always going to be the argument is today's game's harder than the old game. Yeah. See, but for the quarterbacks, the game's getting easier. From a physicality standpoint. Yes. The game is, the game is becoming more pass-heavy. Yeah. From a physicality standpoint, yes. So Brady... Kind of Brady's is a bridge through to the that gap whole thing where he started out in a league where, where he they could, didn't he care if you were murdered. And now on he the can't field. get touched. And now you, you you touch the quarterback and you're out of the game. So we saw Patrick Mahomes get touched. He's on the, head. the only real it, bridge. I mean Mahomes, uh, not Mahomes. I mean Roethlisberger, I guess. But the, the greatness doesn't stand. Breeze. No, Breeze too. But again, the greatness Rod- doesn't stand. Somewhat Rogers. Nah. When, when we're comparing just greatness, Favre was so close to getting into the point where you couldn't touch the quarterback, but he was already destroyed by then. Like those last couple years in Minnesota, his body was just getting destroyed, and the Saints didn't help but with, it. But with that said, we also do not condone every time a quarterback gets drafted going, he's going to be the next Brady or he's going to be the next Mahomes. Yeah. To be honest, no. Trevor, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, we're only relying on what scouts are saying. That's all we're relying on. I am pretty sure he's the only decent quarterback in this class, and I don't know how good he is. I don't know how good he is either. College is interesting because with – I think, like, outside of the quarterback position, this draft is pretty cool talent-wise, but quarterback's interesting. Trevor Lawrence is the the highest-touted prospect since Andrew Luck. I was just about to bring that up. And Every single time a good player is coming out of college. It's Andrew Luck. <laughs> it's Andrew Luck that they compare him to. It's not even Brady or Mahomes or anybody like that. What happened there, Trish? I, I didn't even touch the wire. It just fell off the table. Jeez. Uh, it's, it's not Brady or Mahomes or anybody. It's not the good quarterbacks in the league. It's the quarterback who did the best in college. And the quarterback who did the best in college by far is Andrew Luck. No, that's not true. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Who? 
Oh, the greatest college football quarterback. That translated somewhat well to the NFL. Okay, so that's different. Yeah. If we're talking about college hype to translation to NFL, it's probably Andrew Luck. Yeah. Although Peyton Manning was close. Peyton was... Well, There's a lot of hypes around Peyton Manning. But Peyton was so long ago that it's oh, yeah. hard okay. to still Recent compare. Oh, yeah, okay, recent memory. Best college football quarterback... Tim Tebow's the best college football quarterback ever. Oh, yeah, Book 100%. It, don't care. But Tim Tebow <laughs> sucked That's not true. That's bullshit. You know what his last game he as a starter was? Was it the playoffs? Playoff it was in the won. second round of the playoffs. Yeah. And then... Which, by the way... John O is like, we're going to build around you, and then well, t- Peyton Manning's available? Sorry, Tim Tebow, you're a Jet now. Speaking of that, Tony, do you want to share the stat that I texted you in regards to that game? For what? The Tim Tebow game? Yeah. Say it. That's the only time Tom Brady has beaten the Denver Broncos in a playoff game. Was it the only time he played the Denver Broncos in a playoff game? He's 1-3 no. against the Denver Broncos in the playoffs. He can't beat Denver. <laughs> yeah, we found a team. Well, there's two teams you can't beat. One's in the NFC. The other one? Denver, unless they have Tim Tebow. <laughs> How many times did he beat Peyton? None. Oh, well, well oh, Peyton. He beat in, in Denver, none. Not in Denver. Overall, they played each other a lot in the playoffs. On the, on the Colts. A lot. Because I know they met each other in the AFC championship game a couple times. And, and I know... Peyton had the big comeback I believe to Peyton go. sent him home three times? And here's the other thing. Tom three Brady times total. Play. I don't know about yeah. on I the I know Colts. in Indy, I know he did at least once. Because well, yeah, that was the big comeback in the AFC Championship game to get Asia in a loss. All right. But yeah, for some reason, unless it's Tim Tebow, Tom Brady cannot beat Denver. Uh, Tom Brady against Manning's Broncos. Man, this is regular season and playoff. It doesn't separate it for him. He's 3-2 and two against the Broncos with Manning. Against the Colts with Manning, he's 8-4. and four. Also, <laughs> All-time 11-6 against Damn. Peyton. Another thing with Brady, um, he has never lost to the Chargers or the Steelers in the playoffs. The Steelers one's interesting. The Chargers one, it, it, okay. But I get that. The Chargers are Chargers. But the Steelers, you'd think like the one of their good. three Super Bowl runs in the past 15 years, they didn't have to go through Brady to get there? Apparently not. Well, think that, That's about crazy. Think, think, about about the, the, think about the dominance of Tom Brady. And the three years the Steelers went, they didn't have to go through Tom Brady to get there. Yeah. 40, well, okay, 43, so, and uh, 45. And they so won here, two of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here are the teams Tom Brady has lost to in the playoffs, including Super Bowls. The Titans, the Eagles, the Broncos, the Giants, the Jets, the Ravens, the Colts, and that's it. It's quite the list. The man has played more playoff games than any team far and away. It's not even close. Like, he has more Super Bowls than, than any, any NFL franchise. NFL franchise. That is mind-blowing. Well, that one's also interesting, too, because some players bounce around and, like, they're They like don't bounce deep. around that much. I know. <laughs> I remember when he passed the guy... Who was a cowboy at a niner, and he only had five. <laughs> yeah, free agency was not free agency was not a thing until Reggie White signed with the Green Bay Packers yeah. in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, I'm not even talking about free agency. Well, I'm that's how about, you would chase. Yeah, that's, that's why it was hard to bounce around and do it. Yeah, it was usually you were traded, yeah. and you usually weren't traded to a team that was going to contend. Yeah, that's fair. I think the closest one is like Charles Haley. I think that's the closest. Yeah, he's got five. 
Charles Haley's the guy. Charles Haley is a nut. Amazing football player. Hall of Famer for good reason. Five-time Super Bowl champion with Dallas and San Fran. Two-time NFC defense player of the year, five-time All-Pro, member of the 100-sack club. Yep. In both Dallas and San Francisco's Hall of Fames. Good for him. He's a very good player. Tom Brady. In the pro football and college football Hall of Fame. Went to James Madison, by the way. What year do you think Tom Brady secured his first ballot Hall of Fame? Like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. What Super Bowl? Like, what number? When did he secure his first ballot? Because I can give you a month that happened. Okay, go ahead. Happened December of 2007. Okay. I was just going to say that. So you think because of the perfect season yep. before the loss to the Giants? It didn't matter. Perfect regular season. Matter. He was probably already going to be a first ballot before that. That's what I'm saying. I secured, think- secured, no doubt, 17-0 and 0 did it. That's fair. Hale, you break his career into thirds. 17-1. Or, well, 18 and 1. 18 and 1 yeah. You break his career into thirds. And I'll split it here. After he wins the three Super Bowls, the first three. Uh, then you take his two losses. And you split it right after Super Bowl 48. So he has no Super Bowls in that second part of the career where I'm splitting it. Yeah. And in the third part. 49, the win against Seattle to now. That's a Hall of Fame career. Yep. The first three probably is, too. Yep. The middle one's the most interesting part because he doesn't win anything. But he's still out but of he his threw, mind. But he, he broke the single-season touchdown record. Yep. Which was then broken. Broken by Peyton. And he had a perfect season, and he went to two Super Bowls. That enough? That's probably enough just to go to to, to be probably not first ballot but in, those four, in those six years. But... It's probably second or third. Like it's it's better than some quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame. It's right? more than Philip Rivers has accomplished. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, it's more than Joe. Well, it's borderline close to Joe Namath. I know he won a Super Bowl, but like, come on, Super Bowl three. Close to Joe Namath, better than Joe Namath. Well, Joe Namath has the Super Bowl. That's what that middle gap. That's what's tough between the two. He's Dan Fouts. It's better than Dan Fouts. All right. When's he going away? He's not. I want him to. He doesn't I need this. to. I remember when I was 15 saying he's going away soon, and he hasn't. He's not and you going anywhere. Race him. I listen. I hated him when he was on New England, only Still because I kind of hate him. I had I just to, play him to go away. Twice in the Super Bowl. Granted, we beat him, and I loved it, and it was amazing each time. Fat man ends up in Dallas. I swear I to used, God. I used to, why would he go to I Dallas? To, why? Why would he have went to Tampa Bay? I don't know. But why would he go to Dallas? Exactly. That, they're a stacked offense. What if he comes to the Giants? He's never going to, but what if he did? That was the rumor, remember, last year. Yeah. Like, he could come here. I was like, oh, I mean, Danny Dimes. Looking back, oh, that was stupid just to say even, well, even Danny Dimes. No. 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 Sacrifice all future to have, yes. Peyton, to have Tom Brady on the team. For, oh, of take course. Peyton Manning out of retirement. I'll throw him on the team. I don't care. <laughs> there was a time that I was like, I can't stand Tom Brady. But then I realized as I got older, when I was about 11, 12 years old, I was like, we're watching greatness. I mean, no, I was still on the fuck Tom Brady train up until like three years ago, four years ago. I really wanted Atlanta to beat him. I did too. I was celebrating. I really wanted when Atlanta was up. I really wanted Seattle to beat him. Oh my god! I wanted that man to be three and six in Super Bowls in the worst way. But that's just not how he's seven and ten. 
Seven and three. Seven and three. My bad. Seven four ten. That that is just ridiculous. He's been to ten Super Bowls. The man over his career has a more likely chance of going to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does of hitting a three pointer. What? Yeah. That's fucking insane. Listen, a free throw. A free throw. Not was a it a free throw? I thought it was a three pointer. Let's let's say. For argument's sake, uh, he loses the three he loses. Right. Seattle hands the ball to Marshawn Lynch. They lose that one. Okay. Falcons don't blow the lead. He loses that one. Got it. And let's say he wins this one. So he would be four and six. That's still a Hall of Fame career. I understand. But you know how we would look at it? Hmm? We would look at him more like LeBron. We totally would. LeBron's yeah. four and six in the finals. Yeah. And it'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's great. He's got four finals. He went to ten. But, you know, Kobe or Jordan didn't lose one. You can still say that about a I lot think, of – I think I, – I also change – I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever now, especially what he's doing this season. Oh, just tearing it up in I, L.A.? I, I, at 38 years old, he's averaging some of the best numbers of his career. Who the f- – does that? LeBron. The fact that you get to witness LeBron and Brady. At the same time. At the same time. Well, not at the same time. LeBron's after Brady. LeBron started his career after Brady. In 03. It's two, three, year, three years. Three years. But we're still getting to experience it at the same time. It's, it's, LeBron's five years younger than Brady. That's ridiculous. Well, that's because LeBron was drafted out of high school. I understand. But one's 43 in winning champions and one's 38 coming off of a championship. I'm probably going to win one back-to-back. Probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look at the league right now. Do you see a team that can beat the Lakers? It's different. There are are some flaws in that Laker team. I think there's a little bit of a hangover going on with the Lakers. Lakers Lakers right now aren't first in the West. No. Who is? Utah. Yeah, Utah. That's horrible. Jazz are good. I know. Oh, it's great. That's awful. It's though. great. We need, I don't like we the Jazz. I would love to see like the Lakers have a down season. Like I said this two years ago when LeBron was out for most of that year, I wanted them to be the eighth seed in the worst way what? and have him win a championship that way. Uh, because everybody talks about he always has an easy path to the finals. I would have loved to see him beat the one seed, the two seed, the three seed, and the one seed in the East on a way to a championship. Yeah, I... And now that Brady's won one as a wild card, I don't think he's done that before, right? They they never were. He hadn't even won a game as a wild card. They never were in New England. They never were a wild card. They never ever were? No. I thought they were. No. Just uh, last year. Those Dolphins and Jets. Last year he lost to Tennessee. But now he's because won Because he one. didn't have the bye. Now he's won one as a wild card. Everyone needs to just shut their mouths. Also, the Brady-Belichick debate is over. It was Brady. Yeah, Belichick took a. That, I, took a I don't think that's I'll over. That's the second. I don't think that's over. Why? Because I, you look at the Patriots; they were never set up in any kind of position to win. And granted, you could have a good coach, and that still won't mean jack shit if you don't have talent. Mm-hmm. So you still think it's both of them? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think both are successful. I don't think there needs to be a debate. Nah, no, there needs to be a debate. I need Bill Belichick to win one without like, Tom Brady. Was there ever a situation where they could have put a starting quarterback on there who was capable of possessing a winning record this year? They didn't have the cap space to go get one. They didn't have the trade capital to trade from. Now they do. 
and they didn't have the draft position to draft one. So they no. signed Cam Newton to a veteran minimum. They could have signed Colin Kaepernick. Probably would have been better. I don't think he would have taken a veteran minimum to play. Yeah, that's true. He's probably looking for a lot of money. Like Cam Newton, he took like a million dollars to play, and the veteran minimum was seven seventy. That's fair. But Cam and, was supposed to be good. And they had like seven starters on defense opt out. It's because Tom wasn't That there. defense went from top five. In, you saw what the Patriots defense was two years ago. Yeah. Shell of themselves oh. this year. Top ten, top ten betting odds are out for next year's uh, Super Bowl. Chiefs are one, right? Chiefs the are one at plus five fifty, I think. Followed by Tampa, oh, Green no. Bay, and then a tie between Buffalo and the Rams. Then Baltimore, Give San Fran, way New Orleans, and then a tie between Seattle and Cleveland. Way too much. I would love to see Matt Stafford win one. I, yeah, I still think those odds are giving way too much. I think they're else, that high in the odds because a lot of people are going to try to hammer it. Yeah. Now that Stafford's there, but I don't think I don't think they can. Because let's say the benchmark is Brady. Because I think uh, yeah, they have a lot of free agents there, but I think a lot of them will take pay cuts on short-term deals to stay, and that's going to lead to a problem in two three Mike years. Mike Evans said, "Take money from me. I understand. Keep us together. Just because that's Mike Evans doesn't mean other players are going to do it. Like Godwin's that's on. Godwin's a UFA. Uh, Antonio Brown's coming back. Yeah. Leonard Fournette's a UFA. He probably will come Fournette's back. But they have back. pieces on defense at UFAs Who too. Who doesn't want to go back to back? You have a team. A lot of the mentality is once you have a ring, yeah, it you can matter. chase you the just money. Go get the money now. I know. But in my opinion, like I, I, I like won't. When AD when last year when they won, yeah. you thought if they win, he's going to go play in Chicago, go home, and try to win one there. And I was like, why wouldn't you try to go back to back? You know, you have a winning team now. You, you know you have a winning combination here. Yeah. Why not try yeah, to roll I, the dice and we, try again? We thought that because the man quoted and said, I always wanted to play for the Bulls. I also think it was a tough offseason with financial with stuff for money. teams. Oh, yeah. I think full offseason, Chicago gets way more consideration. I don't know if he goes, but I think a lot of players got to take play cuts to say if they want to run that whole thing back this year, they got to draft well. Um, I won't. I can't sit here and say, you know, this team's going to go to the Super Bowl next year. I don't know what their roster's going to look like. Half that defense could be gutted by next year. If that defense stays together and they're just as ridiculous as they were in this Super Bowl. Because throughout the season, the defense looked a little shaky. In the beginning part of the season, when they were 7-5 and five and everyone thought they were going to miss the playoffs. And then after that, they didn't lose a game. Big problems. Shaq, Shaq Barrett is a UFA. Levante David's a UFA. Gronk's oh, no. a UFA. He's coming back. Gronk's coming back. The Dominican Sue's a UFA. As long as Brady's there, you know for a fact you got at least Gronk, Evans, and AB. Well, Evans is under contract. That's no big deal. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying as long as Tom but, Brady's there, you got those three. I mean, you lose Shaq Barrett. That's that's a tough. His calculated market value is 19.7. Uh, I don't know what their cap space. Currently looks like heading into this offseason. So I, I, if you lose Shaq Barrett and Levante David on defense, and let's say you even replace them with two rookies that are like let's say highly touted, great. They're still rookies. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what the team's gonna look like week one next year. That Kansas City defense looked bad last night. I think a lot of that too was how often. 
they were on the field for a lot of that game. Yeah. Like those first two, three drives, they didn't look terrible. Yeah. But, but then after that, after that it was they so can't part, do it. Now part of that is Brady got a chance to read what they were doing and yeah. he figured out what plays would pick them apart because that's what Tom Brady does. And but, I, I take out I always take out second half drives, like drives that begin the second half. Yeah. Because look at the way the Bucks started the second half. They still walked down the field and did at least move the ball because they script plays coming out of the half. That's why every team looks great immediately. The Giants look great all 16 games immediately coming out of the half. That doesn't mean you're actually taking a toll on the defense because you've actually watched what they're doing and designed plays to beat it specifically. But once then, they adjust to those yep. plays, it's over and that's it. Now but it was the adjustment from Brady in the offense that was so impressive. Yeah, and Byron left, which called a great game. Uh, he did an amazing how job much, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down there. This how much of that was the it's offensive his, coordinator? It's his playbook. I understand. Yeah. But how much of that was Tom like, Brady there, doing exactly? There wasn't which that to call. much of a change from the playbook from Winston to Brady this year. Yeah. Which is interesting. And they're very different listen, quarterbacks. Listen, Leftwich is calling in two plays. Yeah. And you can change to one. Well, Tom Brady, you could see it on one of the plays. I forget which one. But there was a point. Yeah, he was where yelling Tom at the sideline to said, keep no. Yeah, to five. keep the same personnel out there. He's screaming. He's like, "I'm. I know what play I'm running. You shut the fuck up. Like, I, I got this. You guys hang out. We're winning right now. Chill." I, Kansas City drives down the uh, Bucks get the ball three and out. I thought, okay, that happens. Kansas City gets the ball, drives down the field, kicks a field goal. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm expecting this. Maybe the next uh, drive, Mahomes is going to score. And then all of a sudden, it was just Tom Brady and the Bucks. From there on in. They have $30 million in cap space. That's not bad. That's not that much when you consider you have to sign all your draft picks to a preset amount. Yeah. And, uh... Well, where are they in the draft, me, though? I'll t- 32. Yeah. But still, you still got to pay them a couple mil. Well, I was wondering if they had any other first-round picks no. this year. And then Shaq Barrett, Chris Godwin, and Levante David alone, there's 30 mil. Right there. I you, You're going to lose one. And I think if you're going to lose one, it's Chris Godwin. Scotty Miller is a more than capable slot receiver. And they trusted Tyler Johnson in some big spots this year. I mean, you got... Godwin's a great receiver, but it's more valuable to keep that defense together. You have options, and Brady doesn't throw the ball deep anyway. So what do you need like a receiver that's going to go deep for like it's one thing to get open down the field, like Tyree Kill can. You also got to you also got to resign Gronk. Gronk is going to take a low. Pay. I don't think Gronk will take less than five million. Why? I think he's going to take whatever it takes still, to stay on the team. He wasn't hating retirement. No, but have you seen? But what he's enjoyed playing on the. Box? I understand. He doesn't have to go to practice. I understand, but. He doesn't have to go to practice in retirement either. And if you, th- it, but if, he gets to win if more Gronk Super Bowls. is able, he's already got four. I understand, but I don't think he, he really cares about more. winning a fifth. He's, I'm be real with you. He's friends with Tom Brady. I understand. The he's friends with Tom Brady. I understand. Retirement is because to of Tom Brady. With Tom Brady. He also got to resign Leonard Fournette and the Dominican Sue. Fournette's value just skyrocketed. Thirty million dollars ain't cutting all those players. Playoff. Playoff Lenny. Actually, it's Lombardi Lenny now. He actually tweeted that out earlier. Today. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. He's not Playoff Lenny anymore. <laughs> the other thing is we talked about the Kansas City defense, and I think a lot of that had to do with the mental toll of what happened on Friday. Yeah, I. What happened on Friday? With their linebacker coach, Andy Reid's son. 
who is as of today linebacker coach. Yeah, been put on administrative leave from the team. It took to today. Yeah. Well, they weren't gonna. Now, yeah, has that investigation concluded? No. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's not going to conclude for a while. Yeah. If you know, and I don't mean by it, the league. I mean by, like, the police. On well, the league actually. probably won't investigate. You don't think so? No. If there comes a point where the Chiefs don't step in, and which just, they already have to some yeah. degree, and if you put him on administrative leave, you're not going to be afraid to fire him when the time comes. You don't. You're not going to have to fire him. He's going to be in jail. Um. That's just what's going to happen. The Chiefs are another one of these teams. That team's going to look entirely different next year. Because you have raises, now, you have raises kick. You're going to lose Sammy Watkins on the offense. My thing is, though. The, pro- the problem is, when you start paying your high-quality players, you're going to fill out a roster. It's just your mid-level players, which every team needs to win, you start losing them. Yes. Because if you pay... Awesome. A mid-level player... Let's say five. Let's say you pay a mid-level player ten mil, but you could pay you know four lower-level players, takes up more positioning, two point five mil a player. You're gonna do that to keep your better players around. Yeah. Uh, and the thing with the Chiefs, though, I think as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you, you have, have a chance. You have a chance. Now, yeah. we saw in the Super Bowl, Patrick line. Mahomes cannot do it by himself. Sign a solid offensive line, people are going to get open. You also need receivers that are going to catch the fucking ball. Mm. How many times in this game did we see Patrick Mahomes throw a perfect ball in the exact spot in a ridiculous situation McCall where Hardman, he's DeMarcus falling Robinson, down my guys. <laughs> and it hits them in the face and they drop the ball. Also, fuck the big man no, who dropped Kelsey. the ball in the end zone. Oh, the offensive lineman Kelsey for the Bucks. Drops. Fuck him. Yeah, a lot of Travis Kelsey drops too. A lot of Tyreek Hill drops. Like it was weird. Kelsey dropped a bunch. Yeah, and you don't expect that. Granted, that was fixed in the second half, but he was dropping chunk plays in the first half. I think that the biggest play, to me, where you could see the defeated look on their faces was in the second half. It was a pa- it was a nothing pass. The play really didn't mean that much. It was a dump of five yards. Mahomes again was scrambling to try to get the ball out. Threw it to Kelsey. Kelsey misses the ball and gets wrecked by a Bucks defenseman. And he's just sitting there. Five just yards away down. from the first yeah. first down, just staring and looking well, so dejected. Tyreek Hill was right. What he said about the Chiefs in practice. Mahomes was throwing dots. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, Mahomes was playing out of his fucking mind. It's just the receivers couldn't catch. I, I put a little bit of this on the coaching. It almost feels like they cruised a little bit into the game. Yeah. Thinking, oh, like, oh we, we, got the, we got the skill. Yeah. And then you just, It's going to come. Oh, and it never time. did. You can take these couple practice Outside plays of off. Mahomes, it really seems like they cruised. And I think Mahomes, like Tom Brady, gets into a championship mindset and just practices his ass off. Yeah, like he had an insane week in practice. Brady has talked about uh, why he practiced so hard. When he played in Michigan, it was him and another guy his senior year. And the coach wasn't sure which one he wanted to start, so he just started both of them all year. So every every game, one of them would start, and then the other one would take over at the second half. Or if one of them was doing well, they'd stay in, or 
The other guy would start, and then Brady would come in in the last 10 minutes, and they say, Brady, please dig us, dig us out of this 10-point hole. And then Tom Brady would have to try to win the game. So what Tom said was, on practice, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday was when the head coach would decide which, uh, which quarterback was going to start the game on Sunday or Saturday. So he would practice his hardest on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and he has continued that into his professional career and throughout his entire uh, time on the Patriots and now the Bucks. So he just – like all he does is practice. All he does is look at plays. All he does is learn how to read more defenses. I don't know how you could – like that man's probably forgotten more about football than I will ever know or most of us will ever know. I just think it's really impressive the mindset of these two quarterbacks. They're both great quarterbacks. Like, don't get that twisted. They both played a hell of a game. Uh, I think Gronk deserved the MVP, though. Two touchdowns, yeah. All right, I let's. I said Shaq Barrett. I did the vote for Shaq Barrett. Let's look at the potential quarterback carousel for this upcoming offseason because it could be an interesting one at the quarterback position. Uh, I want to stay away from Deshaun Watson because we've already really touched on that in past episodes. Let's look at three quarterbacks right now. Um, Carson Wentz. It looked like the Bears were the front runner, but now the Bears are growing impatient with the Eagles' front office and feels they're insanely overvaluing Carson Wentz. Seems like they give him the old, well, this team's offering this. Can you beat it when there really might not be another offer out there? If I was the Bears, I'd go, no, have fun. I if, mean, listen, as the if Bears... If I was the Bears, I mean, listen. I, Dude, I would... I would try to get rid of the Foles contract. I know that's tough, but it's happened once. And the Eagles will welcome him back. Carson with open Wentz arms. I I wouldn't touch Carson Wentz. I think there's more value in getting Mitch Trubisky back on like an, a six million dollar contract for one year. Because it's this cheap, you can fill out the roster around him. He didn't play bad last yeah, he year. He didn't look that bad last year. He had a winning record this last year as quarterback of the Chicago Bears. And they this is also benching. Carson yeah. Wentz. Carson Wentz had a, just a maniacally bad year. It was just, awful. It was awful. Like but based on last season, I, I'd ra- based on last season, just say that was my first year watching football. I'd now, rather have Mitchell. The Trubisky. other thing, the other thing is this: line was beat to hell and back. Yeah. When that healthy line, he looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He was making so he throws, throws, and he's still he, he's mobile. I'd be willing to take that risk with Carson Wentz. He's injury prone. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, he like he's been in the I don't on the receiving end of some. He has terrible. I mean, Jadavian Clowney. But I'm gonna hit you. Shouldered with, his head into the dirt. I'm gonna hit you with the thing that no one wants to hear, but everybody knows is a fact. Eli Manning had some of the worst. Offensive lines I've yeah, ever know, seen in my entire life, yeah, and the yeah, man yeah. never missed a fucking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't hit me with the oh he had a bad Eli wasn't even fucking mobile. He just took it and got back up and kept playing and won two fucking Super Bowls because that's what champions do. Okay, that's one quarterback. I understand. <laughs> Let's compare it to the two hundred other in NFL history who've had awful <laughs> offensive lines. Look at what a bad offensive line did for Patrick Mahomes two days ago. I know. Look what a bad offensive line did to Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak yeah. Prescott, when he had a good line, looked like he was going to win the Super Bowl with the Dallas Cowboys. Now that his line is dog shit, he died. The he, man tore, what, ACL? Well, no, he broke his ankle, but that broke wasn't because ankle? of his offensive line. 
Well, no, he just got uh, – he was right, That was That he? was 20 yards downfield. Yeah. But – but you know he was getting rough. He up couldn't run too. the ball, which means the defense knows you're going to pass every time. You got to throw the ball 50 times a game, and if you're going to throw the ball 50 times a game, they're going to blitz probably 22 of those times. You're not be able to pick up the blitz. Yep. And he still was leading the league in passing yards through like eight weeks, and he was in. He only played like four of them. <laughs> I know. He still no. 500 yards a game to start the year. I'm not listen. I'm not saying he played badly. I'm just saying. He and died. the Cowboys are going to let him walk. Yeah, they are. Oh, Eric, have you heard about this? No, so the, I think he's staying in Dallas. No, I'm Dallas gonna... put out a hype video for next season. Do you know the one player that was not in that video? Was it Dak Prescott? Dak it was Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was not in that video. Because he's not under contract. We had a, we had a, there was a Vikings hype video a couple years ago where Diggs wasn't signed and he wasn't in the hype video. In my opinion, if you have a player and you're planning on resigning him, you put him in the hype video. What I heard today was that Dallas is waiting to hear what Dak wants. And I would give him what he wants. He's earned it. Now, they've been able to sign an extension since January 3rd. Yep. He's been They've really been able to negotiate an extension for the last like three years. Yeah, I remember I remember last spring when everybody thought they were getting close to a deal. And I think they're gonna trade him. Where do you think he ends up? The Cowboys are yeah, gonna look for the most back and they're going to be nice to Dak. Let's not pretend like Jerry Jones isn't like No, I think I I don't think he, I think they'll take the best package coming back. You think so? You don't yeah. think they're gonna try to be nice to I him? I saw a rumor today. This is I like because apparently Russ might want out, and that swap, but that won't happen. Russ wants out? He's very upset. We'll get to that in a couple seconds. Well, that's because his defense was dog shit. No, that's not why he's upset. Oh, well, that's he not upset? it. It's because he's been sacked 394 times in the past nine years. <sighs> he's very upset the Seahawks will not draft him protection. I could see Dak going, I don't know, like Carolina. Still Super Bowl. Carolina? I, I mean... I mean, who's going to I, I think I think there'd be 20 teams interested if Dak was available. Who are the Jets going to get? Because they're going to get somebody. I think they'll draft. Why? Why would they draft? There's so I, many good quarterbacks on the market. Because that, that's, I, I think. And you have a second overall pick, and you know your, your fucking team is notoriously although, bad although, at developing young quarterbacks. I, I, will, I will say this. If Dak leaves, Watson should take a nice hard look at Dallas. He definitely should. Oh, yeah. But I've even seen that swap rumored. I think the Jets getting Deshaun Watson makes a lot of sense. And I know and I that Houston doesn't want to give him up. Houston's not going to. And I know that all this blah, 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 blah. But if they're going to trade him, I think the Jets is the most likely option this season. Yep. Before the draft. Well, because they have the most to give up. Let's talk about that. The Jets have the draft pick to trade. Yes. Yes. But. How often do trades happen one, two, or three? They usually material materialize 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. But that's because when you've most had teams, more time. Most teams aren't up to give up one, yeah, two, and three. I, I don't think they're going to trade for Watson. The Jets are, if they're not willing to I give also up one, don't, two, and three, I also, stupid. I also don't think uh, with the unwillingness Houston has shown, there's not enough time. Between now and the draft. When is the draft? April. What do you think Watson does then? I think Watson plays week one for the Houston Texans. Yeah, Watson's going to play. 
Watson's a good guy. He's not going to sit out. I think he'll play week one. I think if they I fucking... Think, I think Houston will have a decent offseason. Well, we'll have to see. If if I think J.J. Watt's gone, go that sucks no too. Wants to go there for what's going on right now. Poor J.J. We'll see. Money talks. Is J.J. going to play with T.J.? They don't have cap space. Well, they got to re-sign Will Fuller. Also, T.J. got robbed. I think if Will Fuller comes back, Watson will be throwing to Will Fuller week one. Yeah. Do you think T.J. got robbed? Yes, T.J. Watt should have been the defensive T.J. Watt. He Definitely. was also my preseason pick, which made me more upset. <laughs> <laughs> he had an insane season. He led the league in a lot of shit. But, I, I mean, Dak. I, right now, the Houston Texans are $6 million over the cap. They got to get rid of J.J. Watt. There's, they a could, nice, there's a nice $20 million coming to Laramie Tunzel this year. Yeah, that, that would be a nice get rid of too, but... J.J. Watt's 17-5 really seems like the move. He was worth it when they signed him. Yeah, I know, but really, you, he still is worth it. You probably get rid of him. I mean, I can't see you retaining Brandon Cooks either. This team is just getting worse and worse, and it's it's a hole that they're yeah. going to have to really work to really? get out of. Are, are we really bringing that up and not the $12 million that is getting owned each to Whitney Merciless and Zach Cunningham? Yeah, that's not great either. I'm going to be real with you. This team has bad contracts, not great players, and he just has no help. Deshaun is alone in Houston on offense. He has earned the right to express his wanting out. Yeah, and I think that he's earned the right to get out. And here's the thing. If he does get traded to the Jets, the Jets can still add pieces. The Jets they want Will Fuller. have so much room. And they're honestly... Listen, last season was historically bad. It was awful. But they have promise. They have young players that look really good. And if... Good head coach. Uh, we haven't seen him do anything yet. Because I remember people saying that about Gase. And, and John, I remember people saying that about Josh McDaniels. So. <laughs> Their last good head coach was uh, Rex Ryan. Yes. If you cut Brandon Cooks... If you cut Brandon Cooks and J.J. Watt, you get $14 million in cap space. And then the you, you have $14 million in cap space. And then the year after that, you have $54 million in cap space. So the, right. So the Raiders are looking to trade Mariota, huh? Mariota isn't good enough to be a star. I, I, listen, I could really see if they could get rid of Carr, they could make a run at Dak Prescott. Yeah. Listen, I, I'd love to see Oakland get any good quarterback. Because I'm be real with you. I do not think if Dallas gets rid of Dak, I, I think they have a plan. And I told you this plan. Yeah. I don't think they take a quarterback back in return. Yeah. They'd be more likely to draft one. Yep. But I think they really saw Andy Dalton at the end of the season be serviceable on that offense, which means... Andy did we? Was did not we? That bad it it has the front office asking. Did we lose those games because of defense? You take the DAC money, you do improvements to the defense, and I'll be real with you, Andy Dalton with an off with that offense and a, a serviceable defense wins the in our division NFC in the East. NFC East. Yeah, wins it. Nine and seven, ten and six, maybe eleven and five. Wins the good NFC enough to East. win it. What, oh yeah. Well, what happens when Dak's there? That's thirteen three. Is it, though, with that defense? 
Dak was there at the beginning of this year. The problem is they they're going to have two to, and three, they're one and have three? to pl- uh, pay Dak a fuck ton of money, and they're not going to have enough money to pay the defense. So what Tony's saying is they're going to get rid of Dak, save themselves from having to pay that. Of, I don't think they'd get rid of Dak if it came down to it. Why? I think they'd cut Zeke. That's interesting. That they've already that paid Zeke? could also. That could be fix a option. lot of their problems. It seems they are really high on Tony Pollard. Mm. I I think because here's the thing. Well, Zeke backs, played like shit last year. I was so mad. I had Zeke and Derrick Henry on my fantasy teams, on my fantasy team, and I had to pick one keeper because somebody decided to make it a one keeper league. It was of a two. vote. It was a team. I know it was vote. a vote. You're an asshole for bringing it up. Vote. I voted no. Because as of right now, they have $18 million in cap space without Dak Prescott signed on for next season. And $18 million is not enough to bring Dak Prescott back. No. How much is he getting paid right now? You can draft a running back. You can sign one. You can do whatever. Ezekiel Elliott is somewhat replaceable. Even Even if you get rid of Zeke, you're going to pay... Prescott, what, 30? Let's be generous here. Like 30? I also think it's generous to the Cowboys. It's very weird. Hasn't it seemed to anybody else here that the relationship between Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott has just seemed a little weird? How do you mean by weird? Like, usually, like, take it back to his last quarterback he's had there. (laughs) Him and Tony Romo were were buddy-buddy. Yeah. But... Dak has given you about the same Tony Romo has. Mm. If probably, maybe a little bit more. He won a playoff game. Didn't Romo win a playoff game? He might have won one, but Dak did it in less time. Yeah. But it really seems like Jerry Jones won't commit to Dak Prescott when he was committing to Tony Romo off of back surgeries and shoulder surgeries. It just seems weird to me, the, the treatment of Dak Prescott in Dallas. I think he should have gotten his money last year. Yeah. No, that's true. I don't know. It's hard because you got to also remember, Jerry Jones is getting older. If you fully and he's think, getting, like, more crotchety. Let's say they, if they tag Prescott again. Like, do you think Robert, It says on here 24 sorry, mil, and they'd be $4 million over the cap. I don't think they're... Signing him twenty four. He he's That'd gonna, be the tag. That'd be if they tagged him again. That's a tag. He's gonna want thirty. Yeah, I I mean there's you lose ten million dollars in cap if you cut Zeke. Now, June first cut, you lose nothing. The NFL's weird with their cap. And their trade, you could restructure, but I don't think Zeke would restructure. I think they were really hoping to have won by now. Yeah, then they that's just it's, well when they had the line and then, two dude, three think years about, ago, they were great. Think about the problem. You're they got to pay CD Lamb in three years. Not gonna be able to. They, I don't know what they did, but they did it wrong. Yep. Like, I'm not 100% sure what they did, but they did it wrong. Like, you look at the way that offense is built, they they should be a lot better than they are, but their defense is just 
So, I mean, losing Byron Jones was a big piece. He had way more influence on the defense than I think Dallas even thought. How did we get from quarterbacks to this? We were talking about Dak. quarterbacks. We're on Dak. Oh, we're still Dak. on Dak? It's all Dak. Jesus. All right. Who, who are the other two? Well, let, if Dak gets moved, right. the, the, the most attractive opening is Dallas. Most attractive? Yes. With all the problems we just listed? Doesn't matter. Okay. Between matter. the taxes yeah. and the offense. And the history. They're the Dallas that, I mean, Cowboys. when Brady was a free agent last year, there were rumors about him going to Dallas. Yeah, but and there the job about him going everywhere. That's not true. What? The Giants, There Dallas. was rumors to him going places where there wasn't an established quarterback or Minnesota. there were doubts at the quarterback position. Minnesota was rumored. There were zero doubts in Dak Prescott heading into this year. Yeah, that's fair. And it was like, well, you know, I mean, they were sitting the franchise tag, and that never happens. I think I, I remember it happened to Josh Norman. And, well, they get Tom Brady. And you're like, okay, why would he go there? Oh, well, it's Dallas. It's Jerry. It's Dallas. That's just not enough for me. I don't think that was enough for Brady, obviously. And I don't think that should be enough for any other player. It's Dallas. That's not a good argument. Well, it's, it's the same reason why your French-Canadian kids sign with the Montreal Canadiens. It's the same reason why your baseball players sign with the New York Yankees. Yankees are still good. That's different. Okay, Dallas then then leave good. it at Montreal. It's okay. the same reason why your basketball players sign with L.A. Players still yeah, had the still players good. still desires a desire to sign there between Kobe and LeBron being there when they were people, dog people shit. Still sign with Boston all the time. Boston's bad. Yeah. Boston. There, really there's bad. a desire to sign with that big team. To and be the face of that Boston. team eclipses anything. Yeah. But to be the see, I guess it's just because I'm not. Also, there's there 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 it, there's an argument. There is no bigger position in sports than the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You reel through the names. It will always and the, be the most attractive job. And the careers they've had post that job, your Roger Stallbacks, your Troy Aikmans, Tony Romo even. Yeah. That is the most attractive job I don't in know, professional see, sports. Uh, with that, it's happening more and more. With quarterbacks moving on to be analysts. Hell, Boomer Esiason did it. I understand. And he was but on fucking Cincinnati. If and the you Jets. are the starting quarterback of. If you're the starting quarterback. He was also yeah. NFL MVP. Yeah. If you're the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, you don't have to win a goddamn thing. And you're guaranteed an analyst job. Look at Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony was bad. But he's a really good analyst. Yeah. Like, really well, good. Uh, you don't like him? I, I don't like the predicting. Listen, the predicting plays thing before they happen, that was cool for six weeks. He's always accurate. I, mm, I hate it. <laughs> you like, hate let it? Let me watch it. He tells I don't what's care. About to yeah, I hate that. Let me watch it. <laughs> like, he's always right. It's weird. He's like, this is what's about to happen. It was nice seeing him wrong in the Super Bowl. He's like, oh, here comes the pressure. And then four guys backed off the line of scrimmage. I was like, yeah. ah, Romo, what now? <laughs> Romo's a four-time Pro Bowler. He's not a bad quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky's a one-time Pro Bowler, one-time MVP. <laughs> Stop bringing that up. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you look at... So is the exit interview over? You, you, talk, you, t- you talk about names at positions. 
those three names as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback are the only one that maybe compares is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Maybe. Pittsburgh Steelers. See, that's interesting because I, I, it's only two. I can't think of anybody there's outside Terry Bradshaw. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, but Ben hasn't. Oh, no, we're talking about yet. names, name names. Oh, okay. Okay. Roethlisberger, Bradshaw. You want to go Super Bowl, you can go Neil O'Donnell. No, he's, he's not guy. big enough of a name. You, you doing touchdown Tommy Maddox? I love Tommy Maddox, but not these big are, enough of a name. These are quarterbacks that have gotten 13 wins in a season for the team. Yeah, but you can get six wins as the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and everybody knows your name. And CBS still gunning to hire you. That's true. You can do the same thing with the Giants. Nope. You don't think so? Not the same. Well, I guess the the only people I'm thinking of have won Super Bowls for the Giants. And the the other thing is name one Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback between Roger Staubach and Troy. Wasn't there only like three? It's not many. No. Like, it's the bridge between quarterbacks in Dallas. Staubach, bad years. You get Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, and Michael Irvin out of it. You got Danny White in here a little bit. Drew Bledsoe. Even he's kind of a name. Drew Drew Bledsoe was on the uh, Cowboys? Drew Bledsoe was just. Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tony Romo came in. That happened to him twice? Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) That's awful. I remember him as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Poor Drew Bledsoe. You get sat. For Tom Brady, who goes on to be the best quarterback we've ever seen. And then you there's, get sat for Tony Romo, who was dog shit. There's the <sighs> aforementioned Brad Johnson. There's Ryan Leaf. There's Randall Cunningham. There's some Quincy Carter. Ryan Leaf was a cowboy. There's Jason Garrett. Um, Jason Garrett was a cowboy. He's also a New York Giant. There's John Kitna. Yo, fuck Jason Garrett. But uh, if, if you're the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, you're thrust into the national conversation. Unlike any other starting quarterback in football. Yeah, that's fair. And no other sport really compares to the national spotlight like football. Because you go... Set on a single position like that? You go baseball. No one knows what baseball players look nah. like. As popular of a sport as it is, name a baseball player. You Not be national. Walking. You could be walking down the street and be like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. If you're not, like, a diehard baseball fan. They had Aaron Judge wearing glasses talking to New Yorkers who said they were diehard Yankee fans, and they were saying, Aaron Judge is my favorite player. The man, the only disguise, it was the Clark Kent disguise. He had glasses on. He went, hey, that's me, and took the glasses off. The closest thing that compares in the United States, I don't think there's anything that compares in the United States. If you go North American sports... The captain of the Montreal Canadiens is pretty close. For Canada? Yeah. Okay. And if you go international, soccer players are insane. Yeah. Yeah, if you're number 10 for Barcelona, you're the guy. Yeah. So, number 10 really for any international soccer team, you're the guy. So like, it, But nothing, nothing compares, in North America at least, to the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That's fair. Everybody's I, always aware who the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is. I concede my eh before. Yeah. I agree with it's you. It's weird. I don't know why. I, I well, They could be dog shit. Everybody knows who the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is. All right, I'm going to boil this down for you. I remember more about the, the five games John Kitna played in in Dallas when Tony Romo got hurt than I do like the 12 he played for Detroit. Yeah. 
Well, I remember Brandon Whedon backing up in Dallas more than I remember him starting in Cleveland. So I've talked to some older Dallas fans about why they're Dallas Cowboys fans, even though they live in New Jersey. And the that answer me. You grew up in MetLife Stadium's backyard, Giant Stadium's backyard. You shouldn't be a Dallas Cowboy fan. The answer I get is always the same. They were nationally televised. Yeah, they always were. Always. No matter what. From when national televis- uh, television happened for football, Dallas was the team. And they were good. They, it kind of just clicked for Dallas that they were good when – TV really took off and national televised, like, uh, they also, started nationally televising games. Dude, playing, they basically own Thanksgiving. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like, so does Detroit, but Detroit's, Detroit's awful. Yeah. And Dallas was good when yeah. that started. Now, people growing up were like, oh, Dallas seems like a good team. I'm going to follow them. And they got rewarded with, like, eight Super Bowls, depending on when they became a fan. I compare it to this. The star in football compares to the pinstripes in baseball. Yep. Compares to the purple and gold in basketball. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing like it. See, but basketball has a little bit – like, they have multiple. Basketball has the Lakers, uh, the Celtics. So does football. So does football. Eh. I'm talking your top. Your top one. Your top one is purple and gold. Yeah. That's Your fair. top one in, in football is the star on the helmet. Yeah. Like I your your next tier down in in basketball is probably the Celtics. Why do you think they're America's team? Exactly. That's just a nickname somebody gave them. They've earned that they've earned it for a reason. But for some reason, in every corner of this country. Not even this country. Do you remember when we were in fucking Canada and they looked at we us and said, We walked into a bar. We walked into a Cowboys bar. bar. Tony's wearing a Giants jacket. We walk in. He's getting dirty looks. This we is went, a Cowboys What's bar. Happening? I walked in there for the wild card game for, uh, between Seattle and Dallas. We were like, what? excuse me? Uh, what? This is Canada. We are in Toronto right now. Why is this a Cowboys? Uh, that keeps falling. That was your fault. I tried to catch it. I tried to move and catch it. I saw it slide. <laughs> But uh, I I don't know I I, I I concede my argument I do agree with you It's like go go sport by sport Cowboys football national baseball national it, it's close it's Yankees and Dodgers and then there's a big step down for the rest of the league Yeah well the Dodgers are only because they were one of the first teams to go out Yeah I, I, your next closest might be the Cubs and the Red Sox. That's yeah. like your next step down. Basketball, it's the Lakers. The thing is, it, big, most of it, most of it with you look at these teams, it's the star power. Yeah. For Dallas, it's Aikman, Irvin, Staubach, Pearson, Emmett Smith. For the the uh, the Yankees, I, oh, it's Jeter, it's A Rod, it's Ruth, <laughs> it's that. For the uh, Lakers, Wilt, Kareem, Kobe. For the Dodgers, it's. The Cowboys uh, have by Robinson. far the most yeah. Instagram followers of any NFL team. What was that, Eric? The Cowboys have the most Instagram followers by far of any NFL team. Yeah, it's not even close. Not even and close. that's because they have fans all and over the And why do you think they keep putting the Cowboys? They put the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football when they're like 3-13. and 13. Yeah. Because it brings in numbers. And There's it's, nothing like being the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. It's really upsetting. <laughs> I hate the Dallas Cowboys. All right, so we have run insanely late on time. Oh, boy. Uh, do you think Russell Wilson gets traded? I hope not, no. but... 
For, for, if I, he does, I hope he ends up on a good team. For the sake of the team, I hope not. For the sake of his career, if they don't get line, I hope so. Because he's going to die there. They need to do... They need line. Hey, when, I do, when I do my mock draft in a couple of months, I know what, what position I'm mocking to Seattle. Oh, sorry. My bad. They don't have a first. Yep. How are you going to get a lineman? Uh, a lot of them draft them. And, yeah. It's unfortunate. Trade for Adams. And, I mean. You didn't really need that. No. And he was Especially with the way he played. You didn't need it at he all. He was not good. He's basically a tiny edge rusher. Him and the Jets won the same amount of postseason games this year. Yeah. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Awful. Listen, he had a better regular season, but who cares? I don't know. I For could the see... sake of his career, I hope, I, if they don't get him help, I hope he gets out. And where do you hope he ends up? In a perfect world, uh, uh, New York, but no. No, because no. I remember I remember two years ago and you, and last you year just said the Giants about the, the Giants line. keep calling and asking. Apparently, teams are calling and asking now, and the Seahawks call. What? No, he's not available. But uh, that's always calling. Your team needs a quarterback. I don't know. Raiders, that'd be cool. Raiders would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be really cool. They said on ESPN today only 10 teams are 100% certain about their quarterback for next season, which seems like a very low number. Giants aren't. They say they are, but they're not. No, not at all. Danny Dimes put up a weird season. What are your 10 teams? Rams? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. KC? Green Bay. Green Bay. Baltimore. Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland. Okay, we need three more. Did we say uh, Steelers? They're not sure. Do I don't think so? they, they don't know what's going on. on from Ben. They don't know what's going on. Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Cincinnati, Jacksonville probably. <laughs> if they draft Trevor probably. Lawrence first overall, then yes. Right, I think Arizona. Don't. The Chargers and Arizona. Okay, yeah, I like that better because we don't know if uh, if Burrow is going to be ready for game one next season. No, I, I keep Cincinnati in there. I think th- th- it doesn't matter. They're not going out looking for a starting quarterback. That's true. I think Burrow's their guy. And I think whoever their backup very is. Good. All right, so that's going to wrap this episode. Uh, we'll see you Friday. We're going to talk some hockey on Friday, and uh, we'll talk about a little bit of rule changes to baseball this Friday as well. Yeah, this is sad boy seasons, guys. Yeah, I know. It's the, I miss the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> a, year, a year ago today, the XFL baby. happened. Coming back next year. I could really use it this weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> could I. Oh, but Yo, I miss the AF. Sorry, time to plug Daytona 500s this weekend. Bye. I will be betting it, not proudly, but I will be. Uh, Denny Hamlin's of the moon. Yeah. You will. You will hold your head low, and you will pick Denny Hamlin. Did it last year. It won. Yeah, there you go. All right, so we will see you this Friday for the episode of Too Many Men. Bye, guys.